Shalom, this is Daniel Eisenberg, and you're listening to the Chai Rochel Nachiyami program. We are in Sefer Yoshua, Perek Zion. Now we're coming off a huge, crushing defeat over the city of Yericho, the incredible story, famously, of the walls of Jericho coming down. Yoshua and, the, and, and Klal Yisrael, the Jewish army, surround the city of Yericho for six, day, uh, for six days, once a day, every day. And then on the seventh day, they surround it seven times. The walls come crashing down, and they, they uh, kill out the city and uh, spare the, the ones who they, whom they promised to uh, spare. And they, uh, and they take the spoils, and Yoshua de- declares that the spoils cannot be taken for personal you know, to personal uh, by, by individuals, rather, it's going to be dedicated to the, the temple treasury for the Mishkan, and that's what's going to happen. And then we so we start off here. We're expecting another uh, easy victory in the city of Ai. The spies tell Yoshua, "Yeah, we don't need so many men. Two thousand, three thousand men should be fine. We'll completely wipe out the city. Hashem is on our side." And unfortunately, they suffer a, a devastating loss, a, a defeat. Um, they're fended off, but not just fended off, but they actually lose 36 uh, of their soldiers. And Yoshua is beside himself. He cannot believe that that, that they lost this way and that, that there, there, was, there was loss of, of, uh, of life. Uh, Jew, Jewish lives were lost. And, and, of course, normally you expect that in war, but not in a war where Klal Yisrael is involved and when Hashem is fighting it for you. And Yoshua is informed the reason that this happened is that somebody trespassed. Somebody took the spoils from Yericho. They stole, and, uh, and, and, there's, uh, and that's a punishment for Klal Yisrael because of that. And it, he's told to bring everybody forward. How exactly it happened is, is not so clear in the text of the Navi itself. The Chazal explained, the Farshim explained that, that they brought everybody forward. First, each tribe came forward or a tribal representative came forward. They located that it was in the tribe of Yehuda. Then every family head of Yehuda came forward and it was it was seen that it was from uh, from Zarach, the Zarchi family, and they further located it to the Zavdi, and they knew okay the the one who stole the the spoils was someone from from Zavdi, and they find they go further into Karmi, and they find out that it's Achan. Achan is the person who did it. Achan is taken. He he confesses his sin, and he is stoned to death by the entire nation. Um, and because I actually learned from here that one should confess, when someone is being taken out for the death penalty, uh, they should confess their sin because by doing that, they they uh, they get atone- their death penalty, their death serves as an atonement, so that even if they're gone from this world, they still can merit olam to be involved in the world to come. Anyway, a couple of questions over here. So first of all, why do we have to have this whole procedure of first the tribe and then the family and then the subfamily and then the sub-subfamily until you finally get to Achan? Why couldn't Hashem have just, however he revealed each tribe and family, he could just, from the beginning, said it was Achan. Why do you have to have this whole procedure? And also, why is it that Klal Yisrael had to, they, why, why, why did they, they all stoned him to death. And in fact, the Pasuk says that not only did they stone him to death, but they kept piling up stones afterwards. There was a massive pile over Achan. So they didn't just stone him, but they stoned the pile until it was a huge pile. Why was that the case? So what it seems to be the, the theme over here is that there is a, we know that there's, there's something called Arvus Arevus. There's a Raven There's national responsibility. Clients are all responsible for each other. We try to help each other fulfill mitzvahs. We try to help each other um, not do Averos. But we see over here a, a deeper level that that the weak link in the chain can really 
um, caused tremendous damage to all of Klal Yisrael. That Achan's sin caused 36 men of Klal Yisrael to be killed. That's a very serious thing. But why is that? How could that be? So perhaps part of it is that, you know, it's not it's not just uh, Achan's fault that Achan did it. That the fact that Achan did that, all of Klal Yisrael have responsibility for that. Because for sure there were people in Achan's life who could have stepped up, who might, might, might have known about it, who could have influenced him positively. And so really all of Klal Yisrael suffers because everybody, Klal Yisrael as a whole could have done better to make Achan do better. And perhaps that's why everybody is is singled out because really everybody has not, has responsibility. When Klal Yisrael are called out, they suffer. So everyone in Klal Yisrael, and then you zone in, and the people who are closer and closer are the ones who have more responsibility. That really, so we we zone in, and yeah, of course we're not going to kill out all of Shevet Yehuda, obviously, but all of Shevet Yehuda bears some responsibility for this. It shames all of Yehuda. And then if you zone in more, the Zavdi family really should have been, or so the Zarchi family first, the Zarach family, the Zarchi family should have been first, and then Zavdi family, then the Charmi family, until ultimately the one who bears the most responsibility is Achan himself, of course, and he is the one who was killed. But everybody gets singled out uh, because really everyone has responsibility. And perhaps this is also why Everybody stones him, and even if you didn't, even if you know he was already killed, but people stoned further, and everyone threw in their own rock because everyone had to take national responsibility in undoing the damage of Achan's tremendous sin. Now, this is this is very intense. This is obviously a very intense story, but we see something uh, you know very clear. This this is Klal Yisrael at a very very high level. They're at a level where they just experienced. Kriyas Hayardin, God split the, the, the Jordan River, and he took down the walls of Yericho. Incredible miracles. The Jewish people were on a very high level, and there's one person who fell short, and they bear the national responsibility. So it's definitely not exactly what we have today. But the concept is still very important. The concept that we are responsible for each other. What what the the soldiers keep telling us in Eretz Yisrael is that they feel our tefillos working for them, that they feel the prayers coming, all the learning that we're doing, all the, all the chesed that we're doing, all the tefillos that we're davening, that, that we're, that they feel that it's impacting them. There are many uh, Gedolim and Rashi Yeshiva who are, who are taking achrai, is taking responsibility when, when, when unfortunately there are some casualties among the soldiers and they're taking personal responsibility and saying, this is my fault, this is our Yeshiva's fault for not doing more. And, and, and I'm not, not speaking to that in particular, just this is, what, this is what they're saying. But there really is such a concept that we're all connected and we're all responsible for each other. I'm sorry, this went a bit long, but I think it's just such an important idea. It's such a precarious time for the Jewish people that we find more opportunities to help to, for ourselves, for, for Klal Yisrael, to help Klal Yisrael with our merits, and also to give other people that we know opportunities. So whether it's uh, sharing information about a wonderful learning program that you're part of, or anything else that you can do to help other people get involved in more Torah, and more tefillah, and more mitzvot, and more chesed, so uh, all of Klal Yisrael would benefit greatly from it.